Door Guys. I'm Davis. I'm Andres. And Vinny. And I'm Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> and today joining us, we've mentioned his name a few times on the podcast. Uh, he's a funny bone regular for a long time and a, a real pioneer and a homesteader, Austin Anderson. <laughs> Welcome to the show. That's right. I love the ska music. <laughs> Heck yeah. It's a little uh, Operation Ivy there for you. Uh, welcome to the show, Austin. Yeah, man. Thanks it's, for being uh, here. It's good to be here. I'm excited to talk about funny button comedy. All right. Uh, last night, uh, first and foremost, it was insane in here, and uh, <laughs> you guys are probably real happy you didn't work. Yes. Oh, yeah. I told you I'd rather do that two-show night than oh, work last man, night. man, dude. So um, a lady came in, and we probably, Sean, uh, in retrospect at the end of the night, was saying we probably should have not let her in because she was very loud and uh, drunk when she came in. <laughs> she had a red fade, which was pretty cool. And, uh, <laughs> like her hair? Yeah, her haircut. Yeah, like, uh, it was dyed um, like fire engine red. And it was a nice, good, nice fade. And, All right, how uh, long were her fingernails? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I didn't see. I never saw them. I, they never caught my they eye. Matched, so I'm gonna I say. guarantee they matched her hair. Oh, they for were sure. three inches long. For sure. And uh, I think she got kicked out within the first five to eight minutes of the show because she was being of the loud. show. Yes. Yeah. Not even the headliner. The show. She, well, take that back. She did not get kicked out. Well, I was going to go. Yeah, she was kicked out by daisy but then in the hallway she was saying it was her birthday please let her stay and daisy was being very stern and saying no i just want your money and then you're out of here yeah because she's like i I didn't know i was talking the same old like i didn't know Mm -hmm. i was being loud blah 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 and then shuler king who's a super nice dude was standing there and he comes out and he's like compose yourself miss uh get a hold of yourself and you can go back in so he gave her permission Uh. to go back in did he come off the stage and do that? Uh, no, he wasn't oh. on the stage yet. He was in a creative. Like, so. I was like, this dude cares about his fans. Like, he damn. Comes out, he's like, stop the show. Listen, compose yourself for the king. <laughs> it gets better, though. So oh, shake shit. her away. <laughs> she must have been running her mouth before the show about how it was her birthday because when, she, when we let her back in, she was in for about five minutes in the opener before the end of his set was like whose birthday is it i got some merch up here why don't you come up to the stage and get it so she's walking up and she trips on the stairs back here and like breaks her ankle nice she's like which she did earlier also because she's so hammered then she got on stage and i don't i wasn't in here for it sean but apparently she like snatched the mic from him yeah she literally just grabbed the mic from the feature and and just started babbling just hilarious you couldn't plan this if you tried no joke and so the king is like compose yourself and then the feature brings her on stage stage. yeah and she was like fuck this shit or whatever and the crowd was going crazy they were like and i was in the bar and i heard the crowd and i was like what the fuck and yeah one of the servers said that lady's on stage. And so I didn't know she was asked to come on stage. Uh-huh. So I'm like running around the corner like, oh! And uh, Jamie Robinson was over there. And he must have seen my face because I came flying in. And he's like, oh, just settle down because Daisy and Billy were up there yeah. because she was asked on stage. But they were trying to get the mic from her. And finally, Daisy got her off stage. And she was just up there being like, fuck this shit. And the crowd is going crazy. So she was saying nothing. No, no, not no, at all. Fuck this nothing shit. coherent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's then like, she still got to stage. Jeez. I, I, I cut the mic on her. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> like Chris Farley and Black Sheep. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. Everybody's yes. going crazy. Like, oh, fuck the white guy. 
people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty insane. And she ended up staying and then getting kicked out later in the night. So she didn't, she didn't last the whole show? Uh, no, she got kicked out with maybe like 20 minutes left in the show. Ugh. And then was in the bar saying how, asking, she was asking me how does she do stand up here at the funny bar. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I was she, like, oh, you got to go to the open mics. I was trying to give her good advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> yeah. She didn't want to hear. She's like, that's what Daisy, that's what that Daisy lady said to me too. <laughs> and I was like, well, well, how else the, do you think it right? was? Yeah. <laughs> Just, you, you had your shot and you incoherently babbled and said, fuck yeah. this shit. I don't think your comedy career is going to take off well that's what she, she's like you saw me in there and i was like no i didn't <laughs> i actually didn't what people you, were cheering because you're a mess yeah. what you did that's was nothing they, like yeah, brad williams they love uh you embarrassing yourself yeah, yes. Is, isn't that how you got started austin you went up on stage and incoherently babbled and then said fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> now the first time i did stand up was at um my senior banquet when I was 17. Oh, really? Yeah. Which my 20-year anniversary is coming up here in this September in a couple of weeks, and I'm doing stand-up. Really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Nice. Are you doing like a whole set, or is it just go up there and do a, like a few minutes? No, I'm going to do, do a whole set. Nice. And uh, I think I'm just going to, it's all going to be stuff based on my generation. Yeah. You know, in our generation or whatever. So all the stuff that we have in common about how, you know, we were the last best generation. Oh, one. Nice. <laughs> you know, right nice. before cell phones took over and everything went to shit. That'll be fun. You know, we gra graduated right before the Twin Towers exploded. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that it. Yeah, yeah, fuck. You know? That's crazy. You're right. It was a good life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> went to shit yeah. real quick. <laughs> everything changed forever after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my oldest son's kind of dealing with that with the COVID thing. He was a senior and came home one day and he ha he didn't go to school for a year. I just he just started at uh at the University of Nebraska um, a couple weeks ago and fucking he's been all weirded out ever since then because everything's fucking different now. You I'm know, sure. He uh, went home one day for two weeks and never went back to school. <laughs> oh, the new normal. Yes, this is the new normal. <laughs> <laughs> I won't accept it. <laughs> I just adapt. I change my life to live free in the woods. You did? Yeah, we so saw that. So did you, that. like, sell literally everything, most possessions that you no, had? No, I just sold my house. Oh. <laughs> all, my, all my stuff is in storage. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> those bastards just raised the fees, too. Did they? Oh, they did? in each one. Oh, those motherfuckers. I want to take my shit. How many I do you got? I to put it, though. Two. Okay filled with i don't even know i haven't had this stuff in over a year i don't even need it you know I, I don't even know what it is i'm like we gotta get rid of this i was like no it's our stuff i'm like we haven't seen it for a year i think we can live without it i have a few shirts in a closet in a camper i'm fine that's how i could live and you guys are actually building a house now right yeah Did i see that yeah, yeah, it's being built. It's the perfect time, really. Yeah. <laughs> Wood super cheap, material yeah. super cheap, <laughs> labor super cheap. Oh, yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> I've never, I actually, yeah, I thought about uh, just cutting down the trees on my land and building my own house. <laughs> Make a log cabin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually did do something insane. Um, no, not you. Yeah, yeah, which is the basis of my life. Like, no one thinks that I am a, a sane person. Like, uh, like I was just at um, Adam Devine's bachelor party last week, 
And Blake comes up. He's like, you're an insane person. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. like, you're very inspirational, but you are insane. <laughs> you're living in the woods. You know, and I'm like, yes, yes. So I actually bought like a, a Quonset. Do you guys know what a Quonset is? It's a metal not. building uh-huh. that is shaped like a horseshoe. Okay. So it's like a half circle. Oh, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay. And it was like 45 by like 65 feet or whatever. And I went out and saw this farmer and I was like, yeah. All right. He's like, yeah, you just take it down with the bolts and all this. I'm like, oh, yeah, that seems doable. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I bought this thing like right when it was like winter was setting in and I had a timeline to get it down and I was going to take it down, move it and then put it on my property and turn it into a house. Mm-hmm. Did not go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. So at the time I was doing marketing and media for a roofing company. So I hired like a bunch of Mexican dudes that I knew mm-hmm. to come, you know, take it down, like the crew. And they um, did not speak any English, so there was a language barrier out there on the frozen tundra <laughs> of Platt Center, Nebraska. And so we're, it's super windy, and we're, like, taking this thing down. I have, like, a telehandler out there, and there's, like, a bunch of Mexican dudes. And um, the farmer, like, there was trees all alongside it. And so we cut them down, but for whatever reason, the farmer cut them into spikes, like in some trap on Indiana Jones. <laughs> so they're like, what the yeah, fuck? They're like, hey, I'm not going to cut the tree like this. I'm going to cut them into daggers. <laughs> Still and, in the ground. And so these two Mexican dudes are up on top and they're tied, they're tied off and um, they're, you know, running back and forth, pulling out all these bolts. And one of the dudes, uh, cords snaps oh and i happened to be on the side of the building because he had dropped his tool and i was getting it for him and so he's sliding down onto a bunch of these trees so i run and i just i can't catch him or stop him so i just shove him and push him and it still hit his leg but it would have oh. went into his asshole oh. it would have speared him oh. Oh. And judging by the way they treated him after he was hurt on his leg, they probably would have left him there. (laughs) Because this dude was in serious pain, and I can't talk to him because he doesn't know what I'm saying. And they just pull out, like, a huge bottle of (laughs) painkillers. Oh, for real? Yeah, give him a few painkillers, and then they, they, like, pick him up. He was a real small dude. And they just carried him to the van and put him in the van and went back to work. And And I check on him. I'm like, you all right? He's like, see? He's like, you save me. You save me. And I'm like, I am Austin the King. I am your savior. It was there that I formed my Apocalypse Now cult. Starting with that guy. The Mexicans worshipped me and did my bidding. Yeah, so um, I was like, I went out there a few times. Yeah, he's he's all right. I mean, his leg was fucked up for sure. <laughs> Did you ever see him again? No, I never saw him, but I saw his boss. He said, oh, you good. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Right, I won't worry I go, no more. Does he need to go to the hospital? No hospital. Like, yeah, cool, man. Cool. I dig him. I get it. And uh, so then I'm like, you got to take off one of these panels at a time. Okay? That's what they're, they're really long. There's three panels. So it's one panel on each side and then one on the top. I'm like, oh, you yeah. go the, from the top and then we'll take off the sides. Well, they wanted to hurry, and they did, like, they were going to take off, like, four panels on one side, <laughs> you know, like, two on 
the yeah side by side so two on top two on bottom um and the wind caught it and like blew it into a tree like this channel and twisted it it was a disaster so i called the guy i'm like dude i'm gonna sell this (laughs) 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 this is not going as planned (laughs) so i sold it for what i bought it for but i lost all the money i had to pay the crew to take it down. At least you have to pay hospital bills. So that was it. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to have someone buy me or build me a house. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, though. Normally, whatever I say I'm going to do, I can I can accomplish. But to some degree, yeah. maybe not to a huge degree, but uh, that was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good try. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Valiant effort. Yeah, so we uh, yeah we sold our house like right when COVID was getting kicked up, and then sold immediately and bought the land because like that was when I think they started closing everything, and some dude needed yeah. some money, so I got a good deal on it. Nice. And then it was like all right, all right, no one's gonna be able to start the house now, and it was go live with my parents or buy a camper and live on the land, which is what we did, and it's been awesome. Been That's v- awesome. very very. Uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> I bet. Very interesting. I, bet. I mean, this last winter was insane. <laughs> it was it like, dude, it was negative 37 one day. Oh, I had true. two pigs in the camper. I had to put all the chickens and Wait, ducks like, uh, in a tent. Like pigs that you're going to eat or like No, pet pigs? they're pets. Gotcha. They're my wife and son's pets and little pot belly pigs. Oh, gotcha. And they were like eating the wood in the camper. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, dude, they're tanks. They don't even move. Their bodies don't bend. They're just like logs on legs. They're like a giant log. Yeah? Is, yes. And they're yeah. so insane for food. Like you can't stop them. Like they'll, like when I go to feed them at night, they just, they try to break down the door. They just ram <laughs> it over and over again. Like they're just like feed me at all times. So they were in the house. Chickens and ducks were in a tent in the garage because I did buy a garage from uh, some Amish folk. They build them and bring did, them to your house. Did they build it then, so we didn't have to worry about it? Yeah. So they it's built like it a and dropped, they dropped it off. Yeah. It's a one-car garage thing. That's Washer and dryers crazy. in there. But I did, oh, I did um, like, we got there, and then uh, we didn't have, like, literally, we, we moved in on July 1st. And we had to be out of the house on June 30th. So we moved in on June 30th. And, um, I mean, it was insane. Like, getting all our stuff out, getting the camper. I had been setting it up for a while. And, you know, we got all there. It was, like, midnight. And then a insane, like, freaking Independence Day storm comes rolling in. <laughs> and downpours. And, like, one of the... Uh, Skylights was like broken and it was like raining in the, uh, in the camper. I was so tired. I just like put down like a towel. <laughs> so wet. I just I had to lay down, and then so we were just living off a generator. Oh no! Sh- yeah, like because yeah, we didn't I have. Ele- yeah. I had to yeah. get the like uh, electricity hooked up, and it was hard finding an electrician because it sure. had to be a certain kind because they had to go from the power pole, like you know, oh, like sure. a journeyman or yeah. whatever the levels are. And so then we didn't have any water. Luckily, my neighbor is awesome. And he's like, I'll run the hose out. So I'm stealing my, my <laughs> nice. neighbor's water, putting it in there. And then showering, we're taking showers uh, with just a jug of water. And just pouring oh, no water shit. on our bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. For two weeks. Oh, and then shit. so then I rented a trencher and I trenched um, like 160 feet from the power pole to the garage to the camper. And then also trenched because I found it was like a bunch of different lots that I bought. It was like 1.2 acres. Oh, nice. And there, but at different points, like on the property, there was 
different houses. And I found the old uh, sewer oh. main, like, in the forest. Oh, no for shit. For a house that was there. So, because my biggest concern is, like, this is going to suck. I'm going to have to pump out shit and piss. Yeah. Like, right. Christmas vacation. Like, <laughs> yeah. every Shitter's full. Like, yeah, dude. Like, this is going to be awful. And... Um, but no, I found a connection to the sewer. So I just, I trenched that and then put in all the sewer line, put in all the water with the help of my neighbor, uh, hooked to the city's water and got everything set up. So it took like all the way from like July to November to basically have everything set up for winter. And then now it's kind of just like, uh, you know, I get to enjoy it. I don't really have nice. to do mm-hmm. too much. Right. But, but yeah, so there was an ice storm. That like uh, that has never happened in this area. And I woke up <laughs> yeah, at midnight and it true. was like yep. can't, like cracking. I'm like, what is that? I opened the door and I put the camper back in the trees because yeah. I wanted sure. some privacy. Sure. I don't want to be like in a open area Middle in of the a field. small town, right. like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in the trees. <laughs> I'm not insane. <laughs> so uh, so we're back there. And all these trees are cracking, and I go outside, and they're like, the trees are literally bending over the camper. Uh. And I'm like, we're all going to fucking die! (laughs) So I got my kids and the dogs, and we drove to Valley to my parents, came back, a few trees had fallen, but it was like, it was... uh, so many fallen trees. It was it was nuts. So I thought that was crazy. So yeah, and then we had all that snow, uh-huh. right? Which, which I did really enjoy living in the camper in the winter because it gets dark at five. Right. And when I was at home, man, it's like, like you just like watch, yeah, like the whole forest was filled with snow and just watch movies and stuff. That's it, awesome. It was, it was nice. cool. So That's like a lot awesome. of a lot of good memories, a lot of hard work, for so, sure. So the kids are cool with living in the camper? And no, my no daughter issues? was not. She was like, no, I'm going to get an apartment. <laughs> She's 20 years old. She's like, no, have fun. I'm going to the city. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, so, but my son's nine. You know, it's the greatest thing yeah. in the world. You know, we moved in when he was seven. Then he turned eight. He just turned nine. And yeah, he, I mean, he loves it. I'm sure. Wears cowboy boots every day. It's a bunch of animals. Fuck yeah. Neighbor is uh, girls the same age. They're best friends. Oh, nice. really? Their oh, parents that's are awesome. awesome. Yeah. So it worked out. That's real awesome. Didn't know if it was. Gonna, you know? You have <laughs> animals also, right? Yeah. I got a. Besides of, pigs. Yeah. Two pigs, a bunch of ducks. We just, there was uh, ducklings that were born. I got to get rid of some. And then like 18 chickens. I don't know. Holy they shit. they know the names. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any uh, coyote problems or anything out there with the chickens? No, because I'm like dead center in the middle of town. Oh, gotcha. You okay. know, so, and it's a very small town. It's a village, but like there's a lot of dogs and stuff out. So, I mean, I don't even think we've had raccoons or anything. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. We've had like a, a, like a head or a woodchuck or something. Yeah. That was like insane. That was trying to attack my neighbor's dogs. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was like ramming the fence and going nuts. What? And I was like, wow. all right, this, I'm gonna have, we're going to have to shoot this thing in front of the kids. Yeah. Because you know? I thought it was going to like kill the dogs or us, but then it just, we fired one shot, it ran away. But that was really my only encounter. Uh, one time I made a mistake uh, when I lived in Valley. We had a possum that kept eating our, our dog's food that we'd put on the patio when he was outside, like yeah. during the day for a while. And uh, one day we came back from having dinner at my mom's or whatever, and uh, it was like dusk, and the possum was out instead of nighttime. It was eating the food, and I was like, fuck, yeah, watch this. And so I went and got our pellet gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't kill it, did it? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So uh, they were all down watching out of a window, and I went upstairs out of a window, and I was aiming at its neck, but it's a pellet gun. <laughs> and so I shot it right through, or I was aiming like at its head, heart area, and I hit it in its jugular. So they're all watching <laughs> as its head's pinned to the ground because it's paralyzed, and every time it flops, blood squirting. Oh, oh my gosh. And my kids are like, oh! <laughs> Ooh, that was a bad uh, bad dad move right there. And yeah, it was a murder scene on our deck. Yeah, <laughs> there was blood everywhere. Dad. Oh, dude, it was terrible. I intentionally paralyzed. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> I because felt terrible. possums are horrible. Yeah. Oh, See? they're... Like they look like huge rats. They're yeah, disgusting. they're and they have babies on their they're backs. Disgusting. They are, man. Well, I, before the pellet gun, I tried the hose and I was just spraying it in the face, and it was just sitting there hissing at me, taking the water in its yeah, face. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that rat bastard so doesn't care at all. It didn't run away. No, it was par- like its head was. It was no, no, no. Before to- you shot it. Oh no, I just you was couldn't spraying scare it, it off. the hose. No, and it was just mm. hissing at me. So did you let it die slowly, or did you go put a final bullet in its head? Uh, I, I don't remember. I probably fucking was tending to the kids first. <laughs> <laughs> so it probably died pretty what? slowly. You got to cut the tail off when it's still alive, man. Watch it wiggle around. If you want to make the proper keychain, if you want it to harden correctly. <laughs> that is true. I fucked that up real bad. Yeah. <laughs> See, the possum that we ran into, uh, we had... Uh, done a, we watched a movie outside and we have a projector and we put up a movie screen and we were watching it. And we had a little uh, fireplace or our, our, our fire pit. And uh, I went somewhere during the day and I came home and I grabbed the ashes from the fire pit and I threw it in the trash can. And as I threw it in the trash can, something moved. I was like, what the fuck? So then I went on top of the steps and I looked down and I was like, oh, there's a possum in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I opened the door and I say, hey, kids, you want to see something cool? And they're like, why? I was like, no, just come here. So then they came here and then they start get edging closer. I was like, look in the trash can. They get close and then they all jump back. Like, what the hell is that? Well, what have like, you done if it bit one of their faces? <laughs> You're like, look, it was <laughs> in, the trash can. in this trash can where this wild possum is. We were above the trash can. Right. Our, ste- our steps are above the trash can. Put in your kid's face. So like, it, guys. It's, it's friendly. I already pet him. I named him Fred. Oh, <laughs> so man. then all we did was kick the, and so then my friend showed up. And uh, he, he was coming over for something, and uh, I kicked the trash can over, and it started running underneath of his car. So he went stomping at it, and then it tore ass away. So I didn't have to uh, paralyze mine to make it run away. <laughs> I didn't mean to paralyze it. I was trying to kill it. It just didn't work out that way. Yeah. Now it's on disability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where our taxes are going. <laughs> So did, did you move on to humans after that? No, no, no. That was too much. It was, it was too much. It that was, was the end of your hunting days. It was a nightmare. Days. It was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean, Andres, do you got a possum story? Be free with your words, my friends. <laughs> I, I do not know. It would be great if everyone here had a I like, know, right? It's like, what's I happening with possums? Possum talk. open. <laughs> My wife did catch one a couple years Wait, ago. Wait, what? She caught one? Yes. <laughs> On purpose? Yeah, she took the, the cat kennel out in the backyard. The thing was playing possum or playing dead. <laughs> they do do that. She, she picked it up with her hands and put it in a like a little cat crate uh-huh. and, and Wait, brought it what? around to the side of the house. What? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How big was it? Was it a baby? No, it was a full-size possum. She picked it up with her hands. His wife yes. is fearless, man. Yeah. Dear God. It didn't bite her. No. It was playing possum. 
No, and she, she eventually picked it up by its tail. <laughs> well, I guess my my neighbor said that his dog brought in a possum into the house. And, yeah, because but it was playing possum. It yeah. wasn't dead, and then it woke up and like was running at him. <laughs> so he was getting chased around the house by a possum, and I don't even remember how he got it out. That's all I. Remember. I was like, dear God! So it was like a Trojan horse. Yeah, it was like now I'm here. To, Eat your face. I don't know. I don't. Whatever they want to do. I had a bat come back to life one time. I think it was the same bat, um, and come back to kill me on Christmas. Uh, on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was Christmas Eve. Wow. I, my house in Valley was like a hundred years old, and there was bats. And one day, of course uh, there was. <laughs> one day, um, probably I would say a month prior. Fucking, my brother called me when I was on my home, way home from work. Was like, "There's a fucking bat in the living room." <laughs> and then when I got home, he was in there with like a fucking bayonet or something, like a rusty thing that was like my grandpa. I was like trying to kill this. <laughs> And so I like hit it with the broom and I, I thought it was dead and I like threw it in the garbage and threw it away. And then fast forward like a month, um, it was like Christmas Eve, maybe like eight o'clock and I was in like the living room and I hear the squeaking <laughs> and on the floor is a fucked up bat that like can't move like coming at me. Crawling. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Zombie Seeking bat. Seeking revenge. Yes. <laughs> Dude, bats are awful. It was man. fucking insane. Just, <laughs> just this last, the other day, I don't know what day it was. Maybe it was Sunday. We went to Subway in David City, and there was just a bat at the doorway hissing at people as they walked <laughs> in. It was like wounded or something. Like the guard and I bat? I was like, dude, this thing is, bats are horrifying. Could you imagine bats and possums die. teaming up? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like being able to fly and carry a possum and oh then throwing God. them at people. Like, uh, dude, whatever that possum and that bat team up and like come and get your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to get you. Bat throwing possum, or yeah. Yeah. Other bat. way around. Possum throwing possum bat. Possum throwing bat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what I'm trying to Yes. <laughs> That's like an 80s horror movie for sure. Bat, yeah. Or yeah. something you see on sci fi. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> for sure. We should sell that to them. I think yeah, the, one of those cheesy movies. <laughs> yes. You know? Be like, new scene. Her tits were out. <laughs> and the possum. Was breastfeeding, <laughs> but in a sexual manner. Then the bat like swooped in yeah. and grabbed the possum off of the bosom of the woman. And then he started sucking on the tip. <laughs> this is quality late at night television. <laughs> that's that's got sci-fi written all over it. The conflict in the scene is between the possum and the bat wanting to get some milk. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman goes, but I have two. <laughs> and they don't care. And that's when, over some nice, a nice glass of milk, they devised a plan to team up together, and the bat would throw possums on people. It was all over some breast milk. It. it writes itself. Movie is written. Is it called Possum Nato or Possum Cane? I don't know, but Bruce Campbell's the human fighting him. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. For sure. He has yeah. no other choice. No. <laughs> <laughs> he has to pay those bills. Hey, you want to be in a movie where a bat and possum devise a plan over sucking on tits? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that there would be a part I was born for. <laughs> I got to meet Bruce Campbell one time. He was doing a book signing at the Barnes & Noble in Oakview and nice. uh, waited in line for like two hours 
and then finally got our chance to get up there and he signed it and he took a picture with us and his his hand was very limp at that point. I was a little disappointed. Because he but... had a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a real hand. <laughs> it was, it was oh, that explains sock. it. <laughs> it was a sock with stuffing in it. Fake hand. Oh, that explains it. I'm talking about Thanksgiving stuffing. <laughs> 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 rubber band around his stub. <laughs> just a, a wet sock Bread of stuffing. <laughs> Shaped into a hand. Yeah. <laughs> Shaped into a hand. That explains a lot. Yeah. Weird guy. Remember when 50 Cent came to Hy-Vee and everyone cared? Yeah, wasn't that not that long ago? Yeah. He just, he just did it again. He did it too. Yeah, he did it at the one in Lavista or Papillion. He came back? One. Yeah. yeah he yeah, he's been here twice. He's like well, touring who, all is, the Hy-Vees. Yeah. High V was Mark Wahlberg next. <laughs> what is That's like? Fucked up. I they did have a Mark Wahlberg like cutout. I in know because he sponsored all that health food shit. And Fifty Cent was pimping his new whiskey. Whiskey? Uh, con- cognac. Cognac. Yeah, dude. And people were taking their their children. Yeah. To take pictures. This with 50 is a weird cent. move for. There's a smile in every aisle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a cap in every ass. Yeah, I'm like, why? What's wrong with that smile? It's been shot. <laughs> <laughs> it seems creepy. But seriously, who brings their children like ages six and under to take pictures with Fifty Cent? They don't even know who the fuck he is. No, and when they grow up, they'll be like. I, here's a picture with you of 50 Cent, and then they listen to his music, and they're like, oh. Well, I like that candy shop. That's yeah, what but how long ago did that shit come out? I mean, fuck. <laughs> I think it's about sucking dick or something, not candy. <laughs> uh, children are magic, the, magic sticks. Oh, is that what it is? Talk for sure, yeah. <laughs> magic sticks. <laughs> I'm so clever. <laughs> it's Don't about a magician. <laughs> yeah, it's about a magician. Yeah. 50 Cent's dad was a magician. <laughs> and he wanted him to follow him in the craft, but he chose rapping and drug dealing. That's his tribute song. Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice guy. He had a bow tie. His dad was 75 cent. Ooh. Going to give you some pity there. Yeah. Uh what's next on my list here? I don't think any of that was on your list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all was. That was all planned. <laughs> Especially the bat part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was told, um, I told Colleen we were going to have you on, and she was like, make sure you have Austin tell stories about him being on the road with Medicine Hat. And we've talked about Medicine Hat a few times here, and uh, what are some of uh, your greatest memories of him being on the road with him? You know, I don't remember really like the first time I've met people, you know, yeah. but I remember no, I... me. Well, it was like a big deal too to do his shows mm-hmm. because when I first opened for him, it was, I mean, this club was open Wednesday through Sunday yep. with uh, him doing an X-rated show on Monday. Yep. Like that's an, to all oh, sold right. out crowds. Like it was the best, like you couldn't ask for a better spot. You know, like you, it was just how many years in were you? How many years into comedy were you when you started? I don't even know. I would have to figure it out. I mean, probably quite a few. Like, yeah. Well, since you started at 17. Yeah. (laughs) I started in 01 and then, um, well, we opened here in 04. In 04. And then right when you opened is when, 
um, I did, like, there weren't any comedians around. No. Like, that's the thing. There was no comedians in Omaha. Yeah, there was I'm no pretty sure local I was, scene, really. Like, Sean Gannant left. There were some comedians. Richard Reese and some people were down in Lincoln doing Duffy's and stuff. But, like, in Omaha, there was, there was nothing. Like, I remember I would call bars and try to do shows, and people were like, what? Comedy show? <laughs> <laughs> no, we do music. Like, it wasn't a, you know, yeah, there right, was no social right. media or anything. Right. I mean, you had to mail out VHS tapes. Yep. No shit. I had a box of VHS tapes that I would mail out. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, dude. And um, so, yeah, it was 04. It was probably like 05. I wasn't married yet. Yeah, right when you guys opened, I think. Yeah. And it was, um, it was awesome, man. Like, uh, yeah, so I walk in, and he's like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, uh, you want to do any blow? I'm like, no. It's like, when am I? I just started, like, hosting here. I'm yeah. gonna, like, do lines with you. I'm or new. Whatever, right? You know, and I've never <laughs> been one that would want to do that anyway. Right. So um, I'm like, no. He's like, you, well, I got some hookers here. You want one? I don't know if he ever did have hookers. And I'm like, no. I'm getting married. <laughs> you know, like, this is insane to me. Or whatever. And that was it. And then, um, I don't know, we just became we became friends. And then pretty much when I was in town, it was just if I was in town, I was opening for him. Yep. And so I went on the road with him a little bit. And I think, like, uh, I mean, he was, like, he would write his name on a bottle of Jack, a 1.75. But it was just him staying in the room, like the condo or the hotel. <laughs> so I go in and I'd be like, why is your name written on this? He's like, I don't know. Look <laughs> <laughs> like at your sack lunch. <laughs> so I get him a big 175J. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, know. yeah, he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't think anyone's asked him that before. I'm like, this he is Caught ridiculous. him off guard. <laughs> yeah, and he would just pound that like in the morning, man. And uh, he, yeah, he was able to put it down so i mean two stories that come to mind were probably like virginia beach and he's got people on stage and there's this uh black woman up there and she's her boobs are huge she's obese and uh <laughs> and her boobs are also obese. way to set the scene <laughs> and, and her cleavage is swear to god it's like almost like a yardstick <laughs> Long. i'm not joking i bet he had fun with that <laughs> yeah so he motorboats them at some time. <laughs> Just imagine that, oh. if you will, in our world that we live in today. Oh. You hypnotize oh, someone shit. and then motorboat their tits in front of 350 people. <laughs> okay? Like, you don't have a case. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ever, but people loved it, and it was insane. People went insane, and so I was like, how was that? And he's like, it smelled like a dirty tube sock. <laughs> 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 he had a way with words, didn't he? Uh, dude, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. And he would always do his laugh after he said it, you know? Like, oh, yeah. That evil laugh. That just evil that giggle, you know? <laughs> it was my, I wouldn't even think it was like evil. It was more like just like a kid. Like it was yeah. like yeah. a childish yeah. laugh. Like, yeah. uh, like I don't, I, I can never, you know, I can't duplicate it. But no. then we were in uh, Ohio in Columbus and we had like three shows. Like he did three shows on Saturday night, which I don't even know like how he did. You know, with right. the amount of yeah. drinking and like the, the right. amount of energy that he had to put out for three shows with all those people. And like, it's like herding cattle. Yeah. You know, it's insane yeah. if you think about it. 
And he wanted bacon. So he made this waitress <laughs> go buy a bunch of bacon. And then I was staying in a hotel, but I went back to the condo to cook bacon with him. <laughs> <laughs> and I got pictures of it or whatever. And he's like, he got like four pounds of fucking bacon. Holy shit. And Damn. he's cooking it all. He just throws it in the it's pan. It's just the two of you? Yeah, it's like four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I ate so much bacon. Okay, I am not like, I thought I was dying when I woke up in the morning and I had, I wasn't even drinking. I didn't even drink. I woke up and I was like, dude, it was, my skin was greasy. It was coming out of my pores. I swear to God, it was the worst plane ride home I've ever had in my life. I would, I would beg to be hung over by booze or heroin or something. Dude, like, like the come down off of bacon was Horrendous. You had toxic shock from bacon. God, and the meat sweats. Like, Holy it was shit. like, God, like, it was just, it, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so much bacon. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are probably my f- two favorites. <laughs> <laughs> so <good>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, I don't know. He would always freak out on the audience, you know, if he was mad or whatever. And yeah, those were fun and, and awkward at the yeah, same time. Yeah, he, did, he did not care. He's like, fuck so. you guys. <laughs> you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here either. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay then. Yeah. And he told me, you know, he'd tell me stories and stuff about, like, I think he had a bunch of money after one show in his pocket and some dude like jumped out and tried to rob him at a rest stop. And he oh, like fuck. punched the dude and jumped up and down on his head. It's <laughs> like, I don't know if the guy died. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he said he actually then told the police what happened because he didn't want to be charged with murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they went back and the guy was gone, but there was blood everywhere. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> Uh-huh. Maybe it had to be like a guy. I don't know where it was. There was no context. Like, you know, like, because right. Jay doesn't look like a dude that's going to have three grand in his pocket. No. True. You'd have to know, I think. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's just like a biker dude. Right. He doesn't look like he's rolling. Yeah, he's not a guy that you would be like, oh, I'm going to rob that guy. Yeah, yeah that guy's like got target. a lot of money with that <laughs> pony hair. Just and- sitting in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and his flaming shirt. <laughs> Clearly, he's very wealthy. In his cargo shorts. Very well to do with his tailored cargo shorts. <laughs> they get them t- tailored. <laughs> Hell no. I ran into him one night I, over at Walmart. Uh, after here, I was, went over there. I was getting, I don't even remember what I was getting. And I come around the aisles and I was like, oh, hey, Jay, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm giving me some fat man shorts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd have them tailored, like to fit the perfect length. That's what he did. Never heard of having your cargo shorts tailored. Yeah, might be a good move. I might try it. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm a little bit fat myself. <laughs> <laughs> I might try that out. Were you in the green? Was it you that was in the green green room that one night when he asked me to punch him in the chest and you got freaked out? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, dude, yeah, I got freaked out because he always talked about how he was gonna die, like to me. He's like, "It's coming soon, man. It's coming soon, and I'm gonna have to face all the shit I've ever done in my life." Like he would say things like that to me. And yeah, I'm like, no oh, shit. I'm like you're gonna be all right, man. And then, uh, yeah, he, yeah, died. He called it though. Yeah. Which is weird. That like, is he crazy. Knew that it was, it was coming like the last time I saw him. Really. That's what. Like, yeah. Before, like, he was always tired, you know? Yeah. Filled with booze. I mean, his, like, skin on his legs, like, the doctor had at one time, like, pressed in his thumb to his leg, and it didn't even come back out. It just 
was indented. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So oh, yeah. saturated. Uh. Yeah. And, you know, like the last couple of years that he was before he passed away, I mean, there were nights where I, I saw Vinny have to kind of steady him and walk him out and give him a ride. Mm-hmm. You know, it, he couldn't stand on his own at, at the end of the night. No. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it was booze related. Sometimes it was just all the energy he expended. Some of Being it was exhausted. Both. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, dude. He just, he beat, he's beat his body. Yeah. You know? He, he partied uh, for sure. He beat the shit out of it. Yeah. And like, so even when he wasn't drinking, like he was just in bad, his knees were bad. Everything was bad. He smoked. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. He just beat it up. Living that hard yeah. life. He had a hell of Living a that fast time. life. That fast yep. life. <laughs> hmm. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Makes me sad. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, he had, it was crazy. Like, I, I, a few years ago, it was like 2019, I went to his grave for the first time. And he's buried next to his son. He had a son that was born the same age as me. And I never even knew that. And oh, he had no died. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, he probably, you know, like we were so close or whatever because, I mean, it, yeah, we were both born in 83. Mm-hmm. No shit. Mm-hmm. Where is he buried? Choke me up. Someplace in Iowa, small town. Can't remember the name of it. So, uh, how did you get? So, I know that you did a bunch of filming for him. Oh yeah, and uh, you did a, a segment. That segment we used to run before the show out yeah. at the, he did at the tattoo shop where he did the ask hat. And, yeah, and uh, it was him. It was so I, you guys probably didn't see it. I know you saw it, Sean. So it was in the tattoo parlor because he was good friends with Robbie from Viking Tattoo. And uh, so he was in there and uh, Margie was in there and she had a list of cards. She would ask him questions. Uh, and then uh, he had Lar- or Lance. No, fuck. The guy from the rockabilly band in town. That oh, yeah. Playing the upward <clears throat> bass. Yeah. Like like when Jay would tell his uh, punchline, he would play like a few lo- chords on the, oh, on gotcha. the stand-up bass. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, he'd, so she'd ask him, you know, questions and stuff like that. And then he would give a joke answer yeah. and then Austin recorded all that and then put it together in a clip and then we would run it before we would start the show. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, I have a lot of, I want to buy a mini DV um, cassette player because I have so much footage. Oh, you still have I that? Have, yeah, dude, I have boxes and boxes. I've been taking footage video since I was in high school on an 8mm camera. I have boxes of 8mm, me and my friends in the basement. Smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> Senior skip day. Like, mini DVs, like, footage, tons of footage of out in California, Jay Medicine Hat shows. And, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was a fun time. I got a tattoo there that day. And then um, one of my favorite things he said, one of the questions was, are you having fun? He's like, yeah, I'm having fun. I used to cut cow buttholes out for a living. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm having fun. I just... Dude, I quote that so often. I, I man. forgot so about that. Me and my that. wife quote that to each other all the time. <laughs> yeah, you having a good day? Well, yeah, I used to cut cow buttholes out for a living. <laughs> Doing great. <laughs> I forgot about so that. So funny, dude. Uh, <laughs> he, did, he used to work at the packing house yeah. when he was, you know, in Iowa. <laughs> he used to cut cow buttholes <laughs> out for a living. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, man. <laughs> He had a way with words. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned uh, being in California. Did you go there right after you graduated high school? 
a year after I graduated high school. I waited for Adam Devine was a year younger than me. Gotcha. So I waited for him to graduate. And then we went out together. Together. So that year we were thinking about going to Florida, a film school in Colorado. And then we were just like, wow, fuck it. Let's just go to California. What's the point of going anywhere else? You know? Right. Like if this is where eventually we want to go. Sure. Mm -hmm. So both his parents and my parents, you know, they loaded us up and drove us out there and. We uh, listened were you to, going to school or anything, or just you guys were going to go out yeah, there and just yeah, see what, we, whatever we, the fuck? We went to, um, yeah, dude, the only way we were getting out there is if we said we were going to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents were let you just move out there? Yeah, you can just move out there. You got to at least pretend you're going to school. So, yeah, we, we, uh, we went to Costa Mesa um, Community College, OCC. And, yeah, so we got... Out. We had your brother went there yeah. on this <laughs> and my sister. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I lived. We lived right off Merrimack Way. The apartment now is like Sunset something, but it was Merrimack Woods, and it was all palm trees, and it had like flowing rivers. It was still like you know a haven of drug addicts and <laughs> but it looked nice. Like it was. It was like paradise almost. You right. Know? Um, is how we thought of it. So yeah, we were there. It was one bedroom, and Adam had like this huge couch. That was shaped like it was massive. It was like a bed couch. I don't know. It was bizarre. <laughs> something from the eighties or something. And a futon? He, no, dude. <laughs> Not it was even something a else. It's something that you can't even describe. A bed yeah. couch. It's like it's like, like two a- love seats here, one sofa here, and then two ottomans that went inside of it. Oh, it wait, made what? like a gigantic, like some sort of it was one piece seventies like sex couch. <laughs> <laughs> you would think, and that was his uh, bed or whatever. And I got the room. I don't, I don't for whatever reason. I think it was because he had his insane couch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm good. I got the couch. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so we got they they set us all up there, and we went to school. I never did look at my grades. I went to all my classes, took the tests. And then stop going because I was just hanging out in Hollywood all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I, yeah, I never even, I do not know what my grades were. How long did you go? Just one semester, a year? You know, like over a year. Okay. So, um, yeah, and it was, it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> it was, dude, like there was a guy that would walk by, uh, his name was Playboy, and he was like probably like 21 or something. And he would do door-to-door drug sales. Like he would knock on your door and be like, hey, man, you need any ecstasy? Wait, need what? Any cocaine? <laughs> I swear to God. Unsolicited? Just like, hey. Yeah, like he would know. Like, oh, these are some kids. They probably want drugs yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And he would come by. Like he was a nice guy or whatever, you know? They sell and, candy bars in my so, neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not in California. Door-to-door. Like, hey, man, I'm selling some ecstasy for my kids' Little League team. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cali. <laughs> and uh the shit's open out there. So I'm like, no, I'm I'm all right. But then this uh these other people, we became friends with a bunch of people that lived there and um I hadn't seen him for a while, so I asked. I was like, Where's Playboy? And they're like, Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm like what? Good. They're like, Oh, he went to Mexico to pick up his drugs and they shot him and robbed him and threw him off a cliff. I was like, uh-huh. What? Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. Died. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't think that people realize I I I'm sure that California is just in, is insane, but like when you don't have money. 
and you're living there, it the it's insane. I'm yeah. Okay, like <laughs> yeah, I bet. like I bet. <laughs> it, it's even it's hard to describe how it is. Like so, we met the uh, people downstairs. I think they had like a two bedroom. They're all from Colorado. They were skaters, and there's four of them. And um, we became friends with them, and still you know keep in contact with them. Uh, Two of them, at least, <laughs> I think. And then, uh, yeah, one guy, Ty, who was actually, like, a fighter. Uh, he was training. To, he wanted to be, like, UFC before it was even, like, a thing. Yeah. He's now, I don't even know what black belt, incredible shape, does things with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a skater, and we were all, so we became friends with them. And then this one time, like, he had, like, a railroad spike or whatever they did, like, as decor. I don't know why they had it. It was just in their kitchen. <laughs> and he was this wore, is their decor was a real he would always be like shirtless and like have like his uh pants would be a little loose you know and he went have boxers on so you could see his butt crack and i didn't even know like we didn't just met him and like these dudes are like tough man like yeah. i saw i went right. on to see this dude kick the shit out of a number of people for fun <laughs> And I was just hammered, and I dropped the railroad spike down his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and he freaks out. I would imagine. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Are you fucking gay? Like, freaking out on me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm laughing tears. He's getting, he's got a fist up. He's going to hit me, but I'm laughing so hard. I can't yes, even defend myself. Okay. I just fall into the couch and start laughing, and then he starts laughing, and then, you know, then we're friends. <laughs> or whatever. Like, I'm like, you can kill me if you want, but this was awesome. <laughs> like, when we moved to our second apartment, then two of our other friends came out, uh, Todd and Zach, and so we got a two-bedroom apartment in this massive apartment complex called Camden in room 420. No. <laughs> we didn't even ask for it. I swear to God. It was on the fourth floor, 420 in the uh. corner. And um, so we were, we were there, and then... Uh, it had like this massive street through the apartment complex. And there was one time there was just like a guy in the middle of the road and he was like screaming. He's like, who wants to fight? Who wants to fucking fight me? He's like all wasted and screaming. And Ty's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Adam are like, what are you doing? An and he, like, he runs down there, goes out in the street and just cracks this dude in the head. <laughs> Just punches him, man. Kicks him, hits him again. And, and Adam's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'll be up in a second. <laughs> Just beats the piss out of this dude and leaves him and comes upstairs. I'm like, this is nuts. <laughs> so then we have this black dude move in with us called who calls himself Sean Daddy. I think we actually gave him the name. He was, he was like 31. Because this is what would happen in California. Like... You would have these apartment complexes and no one could afford to live on their own because even in like 01 or 02 or whatever it is, a one bedroom place in, you know, that wasn't very nice at Merrimack Woods was $1,200. So our place, I don't even remember what the place was at Camden because it was a really nice, I mean, this place had like five pools. No oh, shit. It was an underground parking garage, you know, so it was a lot more. It was probably over two grand. I don't know. So you have all these people that... Um, they're, they live with other people and then their leases get up and then they'll have like a falling out or other people will move away and they need a place to stay. 
So Sean Daddy lived with this woman, and then she just had enough of him being an alcoholic. You know, like <laughs> he was a bag boy who was on strike. They were on strike. <laughs> <laughs> but he bought us beer, and he would literally in the mornings. I would go be walking to class, and he would be in his car. I'd be like, "What up?" And he would have a forty, and he'd be reading the paper. <laughs> so, so uh, this we met him at Merrimack Woods. So then we moved to Camden, and then he's. The lease is up on his apartment, and his girl's like, I don't want anything to do with you. And so he just has, like, a bags, like garbage bags full of clothes. He's like, can I stay with you guys for a few days? And we're like, sure. He doesn't leave <laughs> forever. Like, he's there for, like, over a month. He's not, like, paying rent. He's on his phone with his mom. He's like, oh, yeah, these guys are taking real good care of me. <laughs> and we're like, this is insane. And, like, this dude is a black dude, and he looks, he's cut like uh, Mike Tyson, like oh, he's stocky and built, like he he's lifting all the time as he's consuming all these drugs and <laughs> And so, so you guys don't so, don't want to tell him well, to leave. Like, yeah, right. Like it just gets no. We were like, dude, you gotta like you gotta find a place. Yeah, like you're living in our family room. You got a bag of clothes in the corner. Like this shit's getting weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he uh, like then it would be crazy things. Like he told a story about basically how he like. Some girl didn't want to have sex with them, and then he for, like forced her to. So basically, a rape, rape? story, and then yeah. laughed, and then I'm like, we gotta get rid of this. <laughs> How is this happening? But there was just all these sketchy characters, and then this other guy that we met from Missouri, this kid, he was his parents were super wealthy, and they just gave him like a credit card and money and or whatever. This is Sean Daddy's credit card. <laughs> no, 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 not him. <laughs> Sean Daddy's credit card. Now. So, so then at like the same time this is happening, the other dude from Missouri just has this other guy, this white dude, like, that just looks like he's cracked out, move in with him and pay him rent and weed. <laughs> and he's like sleeping under the table. Like it was just nuts. So then so Sean Daddy, uh -huh. one time, okay, he is. Uh, we're have we have we had a party, and he's talking to this girl, and then he's like, "No one talks to Sean Daddy that way," <laughs> and starts choking. That sounds her. like Sean Daddy yeah. in my head. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "No one, no one talks to Sean Daddy that way." And he starts choking this woman. Oh. <laughs> so Ty's like, "Dude, put her down." So he. Like, they start fighting. He throws them off of her, and they start going at it. She runs downstairs to the, the third floor and tells the guys there that this dude choked her. So they come upstairs, and I'm like, the window was right by the door in the kitchen. And so we could see him or whatever. I'm like, lock the door. So we lock the door, and... Um, Sean Daddy grabs a butcher knife and goes into <laughs> me and Adam's be bedroom. And he's holding a knife or whatever, and they kick open the door. And they're like, where's, who's, you know, choking. They break the door and they come in or whatever. And then uh, I'm like, he's gone, dude. He left. He left. I'm like, thank God. You know, he's just like in there with a butcher knife screaming, nobody talk to Sean Daddy that way. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, the staircase was right by our room. So they finally leave and they're walking down the stairs and he's just like, nobody talks to Sean Daddy that way. Nobody. It reminds me of Tracy Morgan. Seriously. And then he throws down the knife, runs down. Him and Ty, then, because Ty's like, I want to fight. They just jump down the staircase, <laughs> and on, like, the middle part where, you know, where it rotates on the platform, they just start fighting, and they're just beating the Holy shit out shit. of each other, and we're watching, and then they stop. Ty and, and Sean Daddy. 
are beating up the other two guys. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then they stop. Everyone stops, and then uh, the two dudes are like, hey, you guys want to have a beer? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they went and partied with those other two guys all night. That they beat the shit out of. <laughs> yeah, they broke our door. He's going to stab him so, with a butcher knife. So Ty and Sean Daddy started fighting. Yeah, jumped down then the staircase. joined up and fought these other two guys downstairs, and then partied yeah. with them after. Then all four of them went and Yeah, <laughs> with the girl that he choked. Oh, <laughs> Wow. And so, that was like 30 minutes ago. We're cool now. Yeah. So it turns out, like, we didn't know that he was, like, smoking meth. Sean oh, Daddy. Found that out later. Was so, Sean Daddy actually Lawrence Phillips? No, yeah. <laughs> that's why he liked us. Reminded him of home. <laughs> and, uh,. He like this. Then he was. We were watching TV, and he was in the kitchen. You know, like a bar area, so you could see through it. And he's he's just shirtless, curling weights. What? And he worked at the Marriott then. And he's like, tick tick tick, boom! I'm a bomb blowing up the Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, dude. And it is, it's pandemonium. And at this time, it's, it's like post nine eleven, so you shouldn't be saying, that "Yeah, shit right, at all. dude." Yeah, yeah. So we find out, and then like eventually he moves out, and I mean, he would get. Yeah, he told me a story about how when he was a kid, he was playing in the creek, and then he just kept hearing like this, like in the water, and what it was like fuck? two homeless guys butt fucking each other. And I'm like, <laughs> what a horrible childhood. No, I thought you were gonna see a salmon in a going creek in a dirty <laughs> creek, what the fuck? like a dirty California creek. <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah! They don't Burn care. it down! <laughs> Burn it down! Burn this place to the ground! <laughs> Gotta get out of here. <laughs> that is a weird place to fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if yeah. we're gonna be honest. A dirty old creek? Oof. That seems like more of like an Alabama, like Georgia area. <laughs> Homeless people don't fuck. care where they fuck. Yeah, I mean, good call. That was like a suicide pack. <laughs> 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 Pun intended, I guess. <laughs> I love it when things happen. <laughs> then I just pretend I'm that smart. <laughs> Fucking Sean Daddy. I'm, I think we should start calling you yeah, Sean Yeah, I think Daddy. you just got a new nickname, Sean. Sean Daddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, call Sean? him that, please. Yeah, the new Sean Daddy. <laughs> we now knight you, Sean Daddy. <laughs> That's uh, Sean Daddy the King to you. <laughs> Fair so enough. So in between all that then, you know, we were like, I don't know, an hour or so drive to Hollywood, maybe longer, depending on traffic. But going up there and doing shows all the time, and you'd have to go... On one Sunday, you would have to go to the comedy store and wait in line all day and draw a number. And if you got a number, oh, yeah, you got to perform next Sunday. So you had to so wait there a, all on a Sunday. Whole week. And then if you didn't get a number, you don't get to perform. Ugh. That's how, how you How many do it. numbers did they draw? Like I don't know. At the time, it was 20 probably 30. 30. So you got like you three know? minutes, five I minutes? don't know if they still do that. I don't know either, but I've, yeah. heard, I've heard of this process yeah, yeah. before so, from some other podcast Gary, or some shit. Gary talked about it when he did a podcast with us. Oh, Gary, yeah. Gary and Curtis? Yeah, Gary Curtis. And then he said that the people that got picked weren't always the ones that were actually in line. Someone helped them out and, like, right. got them in. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that happened because once the door guys, like, 
once I performed there for a while, then you start becoming friends with people, yeah. you know, like, yep. so then I met this insane kid. He was like Jim Carrey. Like he looked just like Jim Carrey. He wanted to be Jim Carrey. It was bizarre, you know? <laughs> and I think he got, ended up smoking man. He was weird dude. And, uh, but he was funny. He did like impressions, but then we ran, then we met this other guy who was just, you meet insane people. dude. <laughs> there was a guy there that called himself that appears to be the common theme. crispy chicken. <laughs> Okay. I heard this guy too. On and he another, got, on and he got hit by a car. <laughs> yes. When he was crossing the street, and he would come there, and then there would this be like, there's a black dude there with no, with no eye, uh, with just an eye socket, no eye, no patch, oh. just a socket hanging out to get a number. Oh. Isn't there like a? Uh, and I don't know. I think he he for sure was a be around when you were there uh boom shakalaka he was like a tra transvestite yes, yeah, dude. Yeah. Shakalaka was there. dude i haven't even thought about that in so long <laughs> bringing back the memories boom shakalaka yeah he was a novelty yeah yes he was a novelty act they gave him stage time. Pleasure. Um, yeah, dude, it was madness. So then we meet, so then me, the Jim Carrey guy, and then this other dude that was, uh, I don't know, he was weird. Like, he drove by one time and, like, stuck a paintball gun out the window. What at, the like, fuck? At, like, uh, Those look uh, real. Yeah. Who's, who's the Griffin guy? Uh, Eddie Griffin? Eddie, yeah, yeah, yeah. other Eddie dudes? Griffin. Like, just trying to get attention. Yeah, that'll do Eddie it. Eddie Griffin was even like, dude, like, you know what you're trying to do? Like, you're going about it wrong. Just be funny or whatever. But these people are insane. So, <laughs> and then these, so these two insane people are saying, like, the one insane person that, uh, not the Jim Carrey guy, says to me and Jim Carrey guy, like, hey, dude, like, let's stay in the comedy store until it closes and then explore. And I'm like, sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so we hide in uh, a back room. No shit. Until like 3 a.m. when everyone's gone. Uh -huh. And then just walk in through the comedy store. No way. And explore the whole thing. Dude, awesome. That's cool it, as shit, that's dude. Crazy. This guy knows the whole story of like how right. it was a mob club. Right. And like took us upstairs to the room and he's like down here that, you know, there was an opening where you could shoot people no over here shit. and all that. And then he's like, you smell that? It's sulfur. You know, it's all these demons or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So then we go out a window and climb a fire escape and go to the roof and just smoke a joint on top of the comedy store until the sun comes that's up. fucking wow. amazing did you it have was amazing <laughs> that's crazy did you have any like uh paranormal like instances because i know they did a uh episode of that on the comedy store like on that paranormal show like yeah they were, like all oh, the ghosts and stuff like that. yeah other crazy. other people i believe have um no it was creepy it's mm. it's a creepy place it's a creepy place with humans in it, <laughs> in my opinion. Let alone at you know, four o'clock at like night. It's just a dark vibe, man. I mean, the whole thing is black. There's just a yeah, lot of shit that's going on. Like, people have black. like jumped off the hotel building yep. and killed themselves and yep. shot mm -hmm. themselves in the face Jeez. there. It's a crazy like, place. Yeah, it's just it's just weird, man. But mm -hmm. it's like you like get drawn to it. I don't know. It's weird, man. So there's, um, yeah, like then. Uh, if they didn't think you were funny, like this one dude, this one door guy would walk by and throw chairs at you as you were on stage. <laughs> walk straight across the stage, like the front here, and just whip chairs. Was that guy's <laughs> name Jim Painter? It sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little bit familiar, but I, don't, I can't be certain. I knew he used to throw chairs at people, this kid. And, uh, I know what I'm doing at the next open mic here. <laughs> but it was just wild, dude, because you'd see, like, you know, being, like, 18 or whatever, and then uh, 19... Um, 
you know, like Jay Moore running there. Like Joe Rogan would be in the corner in the parking lot, like smoking weed before he went on. <laughs> there would be uh, uh, Andrew Dice Clay came there one time with his kid. And then Pauly Shore was like, you can't have your kid here. He's <laughs> like, I was in, you know, you were in diapers when I was running this fucking place. <laughs> he's wearing a sleeveless sweatshirt and he's overweight and his kid's running around. He's like, times have changed, Polly, or times have changed. <laughs> Dice or Andrew, whatever. He's like, oh, this bullshit. And they're in a fight and I'm like, this is surreal. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> the fuck like, am I watching so here? so bizarre, dude. <laughs> Did the Dice man have fingerless gloves on also? I don't remember that. I just remember like. Does he ever not? I just remember it was like Good an in, inside out sweatshirt with no sleeves. That's all that I remember. Is, yes. Yeah. That's, that is a dice man move. For sure. And every weightlifter ever. Yeah. Right? I feel like that's their move too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there was, you know, the improv wasn't, it was more structured and more, more of a sane place. You know? Oh, like, really? Like there's not. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. Like, a lot of people would go perform there and stuff. I mean, when I, I've been back, you know, quite a bit, and probably back maybe 2012 or 15. I don't know. It's when Dane Cook hadn't been doing stand up for a while, and he popped in and went on, and people went crazy, and they stood up, oh, no gave shit. a round of applause, and then he bombed. I bought, he bombed. Oh, no shit. Oh, really? No one laughed. He was wow. just telling stories about how he impregnated a woman and made her get an abortion. Like, Wait, with what? no jokes. <laughs> oh. With no jokes. <laughs> Dead silence. I'm like, this is brutal <laughs> to even watch, like, because everybody's up, oh, this is going to be great, you know, Dan Cook. And then he's like, I made her kill a child. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the darkness has overtaken you. <laughs> Did somebody tell him that it's not fucking confession hour? It was bizarre, man. That is bizarre. <laughs> That's yeah. so fucking bizarre. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Laugh Factory. I don't remember the process of getting on stage there. But yeah, you would do stand up. You could not cuss. At Laugh oh, really? Factory. You could not even say, I couldn't even say, I was, I had a joke where I was calling like Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera a whore. And they, they were like, no, you gotta, you gotta use something else. I had to say dirty. They're dirty or whatever. But really? then you would go up and like the guy's name was Jamie. And he'd be like sitting upstairs in the dark. <laughs> At the time, that's what he did. And he would, you would go talk to him. He would talk to you about your set. And it would be like a mafia meeting. No shit. Yeah. Like that's after you did your set or before? After. And after. talk to you about it. You know what? I'm going to try he's and like, get he's Colleen like, I actually like your stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. I like the perspective. <laughs> oh, so he talked like he was in the mafia. I don't know. That's how I remember it. This is 20 years ago. <laughs> he talked. I know he talked weird. He had a weird voice. Right? You know, I can't. I just kind of added, you know, that's what I hear in my head when I think That's how you it. remember it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think so we should uh, have Colleen do that in the office, turn yeah. the lights yeah. off real low. You kind of need an upstairs for it. Yeah, that is true. You know, that is upstairs. very true. We'll just use the electrical closet. Yeah. It's dark and creepy back there. It's all hot as shit. <laughs> I mean, the green room's the janitory closet or the well, janitor just, closet. Just have people talk to her through that hole in the sound room. <laughs> there you go. She'll be in the sound room. <laughs> just be her eyes. <laughs> well, we're not using the ticket booth now. We'll just crack it open about yeah, an inch and yeah. she'll just sit down there and yeah. talk underneath, not even crouch down. So they have to crouch down to look in and see her and it'll be all dark and shit. Yeah. She'll slide the check through the side of the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we're like at an hour. Do you guys got anything else for Austin or Austin? Do you have anything? So there's one, uh, <laughs> do you remember the time? So, you know, we've worked together a lot. Yeah. And, and I don't know why I remember this, but do you remember the time when I backhanded you? Over no. in the corner. Wait, you no. You Why'd you do that? Assaulted this man. Why did you assault yeah. me? <laughs> I don't remember so, that at all. <laughs> I don't know why I remember this fucking story, but it was very, very detailed. So I was standing in the back of the showroom, and right by that table, right there, right by three ten, and it was must it was like a Thursday or Wednesday. It was it wasn't wasn't very busy, and I was standing there watching a the show. I don't even remember who was on stage, and someone tapped me on the shoulder. And I peeked over my shoulder because I thought it was one of the servers and I didn't see anybody. I'm like, all right. And then I got tapped on the shoulder again. And I was like, I didn't, still didn't see anybody. I was like, who's fucking with me? And I got tapped a third time. And so I just swung my right hand backwards. Oh, dude, I do remember. And it. I remember I could was, feel the imprint of his ear on oh, the back yeah. of my hand. <laughs> and, uh, and I learned, and I was like, Oh fuck! I thought you were someone fucking with me. And he goes, yeah. "No, I'm trying to find out what time it'll be off." Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I was like, I was like, he's like, my ear is ringing. Yeah, I was for a second there. I was thinking that like, we had, they had an actual confrontation, and I couldn't no. even dream of that, that <laughs> scenario. But there has been a time when I've drunk many shots of rumplements here, so <laughs> anything is possible. I do remember like that table that's over there off stage against the wall. Mm -hmm. I um, got off stage one time. It, it, probably was a hat show and I was walking and someone had that seat out on that other table and I tripped and fell into the server and she was getting ready to hand a lady in her evening dress a steak and potatoes Ooh. and it went on her chest and just oh. covered her in steak and potatoes dude awful oh man awful I've told but this dude, story there's been so many I mean I could talk about the funny bone forever you know coming yeah. here since it opened yeah and yeah at the time that's crazy. when i did that's the, a long time, the open man. mic i mean i was young i wasn't married i was living with my parents and um at the time and there was yeah sean just had moved and for like a year wednesday through sunday i just hosted like every week almost with the exception of a few and i'd pick up the comics from the airport take them to the airport take them to todd and tyler all that so i just got to meet all these people that's awesome it was wild and you mentioned, and I, I've told this story on here before, but you were here that night, the Tracy Morgan show. Yeah, I worked when here he was, several times. When he, was, when he freaked out on <laughs> the yeah, door Colleen guy. Colleen made me go to the bar with him. <laughs> I remember <laughs> Colleen, dude, that guy, the first time he went here, I went out to the bar with him, and I don't even know how we ended up in Council Bluffs, him and his entourage and me. <laughs> and there's no one in the place, and they're all, you know, getting hammered, and then he takes off his shirt... And he's like, you know, he's got like, he was, I think, obese at one point. Oh, I don't for know, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stretch marks and all that. Like, not, you know, it's not a tr He's on the table dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, then he gets down and no one cares. No one's there. It's bizarre. He's like, fuck this place. We're leaving. Let's go. And so they all leave. They're like, we're going to the strip club. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I'm like, I can't hang out with these people. So um, he was just so insane. So then the next time he's here, uh, Colleen put me with him because he liked me, you know, and he yeah. was like hard. Because so you hung like, out with him. Yeah, I listened to his insanity. Like I had that <laughs> joke where I was like, 
I talk about listening to Bon Jovi or something, yeah. driving on the road, and he just screamed in my face over and over again, I'm the Bon Jovi of comedy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Bon Jovi of comedy! <laughs> in my face, over and over again in the hallway. And even to the point me and Colleen, Colleen would say that to me all the time for like a year. <laughs> I'm the Bon Jovi of comedy! <laughs> Tracy Morgan! I feel like I want to say that to you now. Yeah. Well, and he would just scream that in my face. Because you were on stage, and he was trying to hit on some chick in the back. And Montez, the door guy, come out, and he's like, hey, man, keep it down. He, he's up on stage. And he's like, I'm Bon Jovi. Yeah. He's like, people, uh, people come here to see me. I'm looking at my dick suck tonight. People yeah. suck Bon Jovi's dick. They don't suck his dick. <laughs> And, and so he's then he in the bathroom. He locked himself in the bathroom <laughs> forever. No one was allowed in there. And so men started to have to use the women's restroom. He was in there for that long. And then he come out. He's like, I'm getting my dick sucked tonight. I'm getting someone pregnant. <laughs> Oh, anybody got C-sex and scars? Like he's an insane person. So he's, uh, yeah, he's, it, he's doing all that. Locks himself in the bathroom. He does like two hours and 30 minutes. It's pure yeah. torture. People are That's how long he was doing yeah, it? On stage. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, a true like Bon Jovi farewell tour. He decided <laughs> to do. Like, this is the last time Bon Jovi's going to be playing together. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half hours. Not playing the greatest hits. <laughs> I feel and, like you always, you uh, one time uh, worked Carlos Mencia when he was on stage for fucking ever. Yeah, he, dude, I did. Dude. So I want to talk. I'll talk about that here. Let me finish this one. Cause yeah, when, yeah, yeah. So, so it's over. And I'm, I'm tired. And I'm like. The bars are almost going to close, but he doesn't care. So I'm leaving out the back door. Colleen and him then come out, and Colleen's like, Austin, we're going to the bar. I'm like, have fun. He's like, <laughs> Austin, we're going to the bar. <laughs> I'm like, what? A, okay, I get it. She didn't want to be alone with him, but I got it. So I hopped in. So we go to this bar. That's by like the Catholic church or the golf course that's nice where they play like tournaments. Somewhere oh, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, wherever yeah, yeah. that is. And it's like, it's like a blue sushi there, maybe. I don't On know. On Maple but, Street, yeah, yeah. And it had like a, a secret room, like the mirror above the bar was, uh, you could see through it. So there was a room back there. Oh. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so we were back there. It was weird. I don't know why that place had that. <laughs> you know? Like secret office. Secret party room, like yeah. in the middle of suburban Omaha. Very strange. Mm. And a sushi joint? What goes so, on there? Like, so, yeah, we're back there. I'll tell you what goes on there. <laughs> Me and Colleen are just talking. Colleen's like, look over. Th what the hell? She's like, look over there. He is literally has, like, these two women. Might have been three. And... <laughs> He's sucking on their boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe it's like I'm blushing saying this because it's so preposterous. And he's like, that's a good nipple. That's a good nipple right there. I'm like, who are these women? Who pulls out their tits in front of a group of other people and lets Tracy Morgan suck them like a baby? Who? Why, God? Why? That's a good nipple. <laughs> I swear to God. Colleen is shocked. I'm shocked. It takes a lot to shock Colleen. It was in, it was crazy. So we're there, and then you know we ended up leaving. That's not even like the you know. So then there's there's uh, Carlos Mencia, and nothing really like that in, like same with him except like he was when we were talking in the green room. He like needed felt he needed to defend himself to me about how he doesn't <laughs> steal jokes. He just was like I don't steal jokes, you know. 
I mean, that I feel all, that, like that's like, something a guy that stole jokes would say. I know, I know, I know. That's, that's what the guilty always say. Ask you. I'm not your therapist. <laughs> like, what's, you know, what's happening right now? Are you judging him yeah. at this time? No, I'm just sitting there, and he's going on and on about, like, I don't I don't even remember most of it, because I just would shut hi, it I'm, off. Hi, I'm Austin. Hi. I Just so you know, I'm not going to steal your jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't steal this recorders from me. <laughs> I won't record your set. So, but the, out of everyone, like the craziest time was with Dustin Diamond. I was though. just going to bring him up. Because that story, like I told, that happened. That's what got me, like, where Tyler invited me up every, be, between every week. Between me and you. 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 What, go ahead. Uh, and I think I've told it on the podcast before, but just because I have you on here. Uh, so it was one, it wasn't the night that he was on till like one in the morning. It was the other time. It was the night before or the other time he was here and he had... Um, with him was uh, his opener feature. I don't, I don't remember if you were featuring or op- opening, and his name was, like, Fernando, and it was, like, his nephew or something. Yeah. And he yeah. was super nice, and um, I was helping him take merch down uh, after the show, and uh, in the elevator, he's like, you want, you want to smoke a joint or a blunt with us? And I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. And he's like, oh, I have to ask Carlos. And I was like... I mean, cool. Yeah, that's cool. And so we put the stuff in there and then Carlos came down. So it was the three of us and we were right outside the front door and I was new here. And so I was super nervous because I know that like Colleen's like because it's not legal in Nebraska and stuff like that, that like it's not cool to smoke weed here. And I was right outside the front door with them like in front of their van. We're smoking and it was weird to me because in this moment, like it was three of us there, but to Carlos, I didn't exist. So like in the conversation, like yeah. he would not talk to me, but like yeah. the other guy acted like I was there, like I was in the conversation, but he would never talk to me. And then all of a sudden you, the elevator opened. I was like, Oh fuck. And it was you that came. <laughs> <laughs> and you walked over to us and you were just chilling. Yeah, and they were like, dude, hey, they were like hey, you want to smoke this? And you're like, no. And fucking, we chilled for a minute, and I was so... I don't know if they're California weed, yeah, dude, but I fucking was so high at one point. I just... I hit it one last time. I didn't even say goodbye to you guys. I just walked to my car, and yeah. it was over. Dude, I had, like... Um, that reminds me of two weed stories with comics. One of them being... Uh, what's Eddie uh, Murphy's brother's name? That Charlie. Died? Charlie Murphy. Charlie. So Charlie Murphy was coming to the Funny Bone, and uh, I was opening for him. And this was like right after the Chappelle show, like it, you know, so he was still huge. right, right. Yeah. So I wanted to meet him, and then like the Booker, this guy that books other shows and stuff, he called me. He's like, uh, "Can you get Charlie some weed?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. You know, I can do that." So it's me and another comic, and we are uh, hanging out forever, dude. Like waiting, and all we have is like a joint that we got somewhere. So it's like 1 a.m. And we're at uh, our friend's house. And I'm like, dude, screw it, dude. They're not going to call. So we start smoking it. It gets half, we're halfway through smoking it. And then he calls. And he's no. like, hey, you bring that weed there? And I'm like, no. no. And then the other <laughs> dude that I was with, Ursel. Oh, Ursel's yeah. Ursel's like, oh, dude, we gotta, we're going to bring it. And we're going we're to bring him a half, half smoke joint. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. So we go to the Hilton downtown. With him and his entourage, 
and go upstairs and present Charlie Murphy with a half-smoked <laughs> joint. <laughs> it was so awkward that I left. Or I believe like Urso went in and stayed there, but I ended up leaving. Because I was like, this is too weird. That's crazy. Why is this joint black go. on the end? He's like, who smoked this shit? I was like, we didn't think you were going to call. <laughs> so then, dude, then this other time, and I don't even remember who these dudes are. It was another. Uh, it was another black comic, and you know there was the feature, and then like another dude, and they were like, "Hey, you want to go back to the hotel and smoke weed or whatever?" And I'm kind of drunk, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude," and I I can roll. I roll the best blunts, so they're like, "Okay," um, but I was too drunk, so I just destroyed all their blunt wraps, <laughs> <laughs> all of them. I kept trying to run. They're like, "Let me do it." I'm like, "I know, I can do it." <laughs> All right, they just want to roll. I won't let them. I'm like so determined. I destroy them all. And then there's just weed everywhere. And I'm like, I got to go home. <laughs> and I left. So you destroyed all their wrap. There's, there's weed there's everywhere. Weed everywhere. Like, they have no way to smoke it. I'm like, I got to go home. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who it is. <laughs> I can't remember. For the life. It was a long time ago. I mean, it was. That's you know, awesome. I was probably in my mid twenties. Right. You know, but uh, yeah, with Dustin Diamond, yeah. that was uh, that was just bizarre. You like some his, stories his, with that one. His behavior was. Did you just so work insane. with him one time, or was it multiple? Yeah, times? it was like the first time, and I mean, like I was just. Like, really getting into working here about, like, that first year. You know, like, telling this story on Todd and Tyler is what got me invited back. Oh, like, really? To be on, you know, uh, whenever I wanted because it was um, – and I still have it saved somewhere because it was just so – So crazy. So nuts. Like, um, you know, I pick him up at the hotel on the first night, and this, like, 10-year-old boy is, like, walking up. He's like, can I get your autograph? He's like, I'm late for a show, and slams my car door in his face. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. not even the first thing. That's the first thing is I pick him up at the airport and we go to Kona and we're eating. And then the waitress is like, can I get your autograph? He's like, uh, or can I get a picture with you? He's like, I don't take pictures till I'm done eating. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like this is going to be awkward. And then he's like, how old are you? She's like 18. He's like, I would ruin. <laughs> he's like I would, I would just ruin you and i'm like what is happening like i can't this is disturbing like, you're fucking screech yeah yeah and it, like so his behavior is just off the walls i feel like and he has it, angst it, it, it because just, he was screech oh but dude uh, he stabbed a guy yes he has angst he went to prison for a stabbing which after he got out of jail, I worked with him on purpose so I could see how he was doing. His first show out of jail. Oh, you did that? Carney on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, I got a picture with him. I think it's on my Instagram. I'm like, dude, how was, how was the clink? <laughs> and he was actually a lot nicer. I think it changed really? him for the Good. better. Yeah, it was Because he was a dick when he was oh, here. Oh, dude, he was beyond that. Yeah. He was beyond, so then like a couple of the other things that I remember is there was a kid that was younger. He couldn't get in. He wasn't 18, and he, he had like a disability of some kind, and he was waiting forever to get a headshot signed. And so he finally came out, and he's like, can I get your autograph? And he's like, where did you get this? <laughs> where did you get this? Shaking the picture. He's like, he's like this is a, this is federal crime this is jail time <laughs> to the kid and he's like yeah. what and he's like i just got it off the internet he's like this is jail time 
<laughs> and the kid's like, well, can I just have your autograph? And he's like, fine. And he had a silver Sharpie, so it would show up. The kid did. And he goes, Here, will you sign it with this? Because Screech had a black one. And he goes, no. And signed it with the black one and gave so it to So he couldn't him. even see it? Yeah, it was like a yeah. disabled, like... <laughs> Teenager. It was like I thought at the time because he told me that he He's did karate, angry. but I was standing there and I was like, if he makes this kid cry or doesn't it, like, I am going to, I'll kill Screech. <laughs> <laughs> this will be my claim to fame. I like how he's mad about the internet. This will be my big break. <laughs> you breaking his spine. <laughs> So I'm standing there, and then, you know, Wait, like... he told you he knew karate, dude? Yeah, he's like a black belt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I feel like these days, anyone who's like, hey, man, I'm a black belt karate, you're like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, taekwondo. Yeah. Come on, jujitsu or something, Look, look, <laughs> What are you, P90X fucking karate? Look, <laughs> look. <laughs> so, uh, the, uh, the... Then, like, the... So the final night, some other stuff might have happened in there, but the final night... There is a woman that is sitting in the back all by herself. And, you know, she's obviously there, wants to hook up with him. Forgot. No, so before that, he, the night before, he's talking with these women and he gets their number. And he's like, I'm going to call you. Better answer. So then the next night, this night that he ends up taking this woman to his hotel, he tells me, he's like, Yeah, I called that woman last night. She didn't even answer. I just left her a message. Told her to have a nice life under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bus? The lady that was by herself? Hold on, but I didn't even think, no, no. No. This was the night before he met the lady that was by oh, herself. Yeah. A nice life under the bus? It's like, what, are you still in fucking school? <laughs> <laughs> Can't get safe under the bus? What bus? Bayside bus? <laughs> He's still on the show. Yeah, what so, a weird insult. Yeah. So then that night, there's a woman, she's back there, and sitting there and they start talking and you know he's demanding that like i take him or whatever and it was just part of the you know only just like just take him and i'm like okay so he told her to follow me and it's raining outside and we get to 114th and dodge staying at a hotel up over that area because he wasn't even staying at our regular hotel no it was like, off, it was over there like off 114th like maybe it was like in, it overlooked dodge in, yeah in front of like maybe the west roads or something yeah and it was like that you can see it from the inner, or yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but i don't even remember why yeah. but like he was staying there for some fucked up reason like i'm sure he was <laughs> 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 So, so we get to 114th and Dodge and she, all his luggage, like his merch and stuff for bags. I have a bunch of his bags in my car and, uh, she gets out in the rain and pulls him out of my car into her car. So I'm like, what? I have all these bags. So I go to the hotel and they're nowhere to be found. So then I just walk oh. inside with the bags and throw them into the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> just keep them into the There's lobby. There's no concierge or anybody. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> no, it, it was after the show. Yeah, so there was someone like at the front desk. in the morning. I opened the doors open for me and a huck and screech his luggage in the middle of the lobby. <laughs> give a shit. I was like, I want to go home. This is, this, is, this, is, this life is insane. So I'm walking out. As I do that, they're they're walking in and they have like a phone or taking pictures or something like that. And I'm like, hey man, see you later. So then the next morning I get a call from Colleen and she's like, Did you have you seen the news? And I'm like, No. Why? And she's <laughs> like, Well, you know, Screech um got, got like maced and shit, and the cops came because he was in his hotel room and his wife called and that woman answered. And 
he started yelling, she's in here, she broke in, she's stealing my t-shirts and video games. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's his excuse. Am I stealing my video games? <laughs> That's what he tells the police. She's like, no, I wasn't. So they get in a fight and they're in the hallway and she maces him. <laughs> so then the police show up and there's like all this commotion and shit. And uh, it was even on like E! News or whatever yeah. and, and all that. It was uh, hysterical. <laughs> and then yeah so then years later he stabbed a guy and i hadn't seen him for a while so i and then uh dude calls me i was like you want to open for him i'm like sure why not <laughs> gotta see how he's doing <laughs> your old buddy old pal old buddy old pal <laughs> and uh and then he's now he's dead <laughs> and the lesson there is and then he uh, died don't be a dickhead <laughs> yeah. or you will die yeah so uh yeah man his this uh, is a good this is a good uh trip down memory lane man i'm remembering a lot of things that i've forgot <laughs> <laughs> this has been awesome his uh isn't dustin diamond's cousin or brother is one of the beastie boys Really? No. Yeah, Is dude. Is that true? Yes, dude. Really? Uh, Mike Diamond, Mike D, Mike Diamond, dude. It's fucking, I'm telling you that right now. That seems like how they said, like, the guy from Wonder Years is Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that feels like that. to me. I remember yeah. that. Right? Yeah, that's like one of those things. Or, like, I'm I even, Googling I, it even right now. I even saw on the internet one time that uh, Jim Morrison died and then came back as Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> And people like believe it. People believe that one? Yeah. No. Yeah, they have face comparisons and shit. Oh, I'm Jesus. like, dude, to not have a job. <laughs> Could you imagine just spinning those conspiracies? I totally do. Oh. If I had if I had money, like I didn't have to Oh, you're right. Thing. It's a fucking bullshit thing. <laughs> uh, yes. There's no way in hell Mike it Dave's is. Mike brother is David Diamond and Steven Diamond, not Dustin. <laughs> not Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, the reason why now I know. I hate him so even then, more. So then, yeah, right? I, dude, so then he told me he, so at the time that he was there, he was going around saying he was going to lose his house and he was selling t-shirts oh, yeah. to save his house and he was going Wait, on what? Howard Stern. Yeah. yeah. So I asked him how it's going and he's like, yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to do things to make money. It was a scam. Yeah. He was never even going to use it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking confess to me. Yeah, he was, it was all a scam. He wasn't going to lose his house or anything. It was just what he was doing to get on, like, shows and sell stuff what to make the money. fuck, yeah. dude? Yeah, dude. And then he died. And then he died. <laughs> and then he died. So there you go, kids. Don't lie. And don't stab people. Or God will. Don't be a gigantic or asshole. Or God will cut you down. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how the rest of them are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> they could do that reunion for because for specific They probably reason. it was a blood sacrifice. AC Slater's <laughs> blood sacrifice was Dustin Diamond, <laughs> so we could join the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Starting that conspiracy on Reddit tonight. You wanted to start conspiracies? There we go. We'll start That's one right one. here. That's a great one. Door guys yeah, podcast. that is a great one. I could come up with them all day. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I'll start my own Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit oh. <laughs> this was super fun man yeah uh, man. is there anything any shows you got coming up social media i know no, uh, you uh, got a podcast uh yeah, you I are comedy yeah, yeah yeah i did uh i haven't been doing that as much i will get into it it's hard to keep going like i've, right. I've taken um i'm doing a lot of video editing and shooting video. oh nice so, um, and you like that shit. Yeah. I love it. Like I really got back into it once COVID hit 
and I lost all my money. Well, the stuff you're doing <laughs> for the roofing company, I yeah. asked you on the patio. I was like, oh, I didn't even know it was a real roofing company. I thought you guys <laughs> yeah, were just making yeah. videos. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be like a series or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was doing that, and then now I just started uh, working for Big Iron Realty out of Columbus, just doing straight video and Oh, editing. nice. So. Fuck yeah. Nice. Which is, uh, yeah, I've been editing like I, well, I went to school for it. That's why I went out there filming video. Oh, okay. And so I started editing on a see-through iMac. Oh, nice. And, like me and Adam, we made three movies in high school. <laughs> no you know, shit. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, on an iMovie, on an iMac. No shit. That's and, fucking awesome. Um, yeah. So after that, and then I've just, I've worked various places or did freelance and stuff. And then when COVID hit, then I just really, yeah, I was like, oh man, I forgot how much I like this. Yeah. <laughs> And, well, you know, I was a production director um, for a radio station where I just wrote ads and put the ads together. So I've always been, like, an editor, but I'm going to do uh, – I think I'm going to put something together and offer to, like, um, cut comedians' clips and stuff. Oh, hell yeah. For Instagram, but not, like, charge a lot, like, a lot. Because I, I was talking with Pete Lee, mm-hmm. and he's like, dude, my buddy, like, pays a guy, like, $400 a week to cut – videos Dang. Oh, no shit? Like, yeah because pete got into video editing too and even like um uh gave a bunch of notes and oversaw the editing of the showtime special oh nice or whatever that's and that's awesome. what he told me and i'm like dude that's like i would like you can edit if you know how to edit you can do it quickly and you don't have to yeah. charge like comics that much right so i'm right. gonna put something together and help people out that way and plus it would be fun fuck yeah that's awesome man yeah but I'll come back in sometime and we'll we'll tell more stories. Hell yeah, dude. Loved, dude. Of, of course, them. dude. It was that. it was it was tough trying to get you nailed down. So when you were like, "Hey, we're like, oh, we got an open night. Let's see if we can get Austin." Because because <laughs> yeah. we've been saying for months how we wanted to get you on. Because yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. And I've been like, I was like, ah, because I live an hour away. Yes. Yeah. You yep. know, and I'm like, man, I'm like, that's a two hours. But I really wanted to come on and just tell stories. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. It was super fun. We love you, man. Fucking, uh, you're the best. uh, We know there's so many more stories we didn't even touch on. Right. Yeah, dude. (laughs) There's so many. (laughs) Well, also, uh, thank thank you for saving the Mexican. Yeah. The Mexican savior over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Dude, no one cares for you like I do. I'm like like Trump. No one loves him. I saved the Mexican. Don't forget. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't even know where what what we were talking about before that. I had one final thing. What were we before it said? About how you're crazy. How you how to get you on here and oh, all kinds no. of stories we haven't even talked about. Oh yeah, there was. Uh, damn it, it's on the tip of my tongue. Sorry, sorry. Oh Fuck no, it. no. Like so, it, it's so like so. A while ago, um, at the beginning of the summer, like I have a mini bobcat, which is a skid loader. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I had it. My father-in-law needed like all the side of his house like the dirt moved and it was too much for it to do with the shovel so i brought it over there in a trailer and the trailer had like four foot walls and started it up and it got was stuck in reverse and it two thousand pounds crushed me oh fuck! my shoulder shoulder to shoulder and it broke a rib and kind of tore my uh, rotator cuffs oh, and i had fuck, chest contusions bro. like it was insane like i thought i was dying i yeah. was like this is yeah. like my chest I'm like, you got to take me to the hospital. Like, I think I'm dying. So then I, that, like, I just thought my chest cavity was broken, but they were concerned about like internal stuff. Sure. I'm like, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> 
So it turned out like apparently I can withstand being crushed by two thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> so then I'm like healing, and I run into this girl that I knew from high school that I haven't seen forever at High V, probably next to Mark Wahlberg's cutout. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, how's it going?" And I'm like, you know, like I was in pain, so I'm like, "Oh man, I got." crushed by my bobcat she's like you got you got crushed by a bobcat <laughs> and i'm like yeah yeah it sucked man I broke a rib and all that stuff so we keep talking and then five minutes later she's like oh i thought you meant like the animal <laughs> a bobcat i go no i go you thought i had a bobcat she goes well you lead a very interesting and adventurous life <laughs> and i'm like well i'm glad i'm the kind of guy where like if i had a bobcat you wouldn't even think twice about it <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, I'll have to come back on. Yeah, for sure. Most definitely. Uh any any uh social media you want anyone to follow before? Yeah, we you can just go to austinanderson.net. Check it out. Go there. I'm do, do it. Put in some stuff together. And our email is uh doorguyspod at yahoo.com. And I don't you guys got anything else? Instagram, Facebook, all that other shit. Keep an eye out for YouTube. Coming soon. Very soon. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks guys. for coming. Awesome. Thank you. Playing the Doors, baby. That's it right. It was fun. One time I, like, I read all the Doors books uh, when I was like 21. And I was like, yeah, man. I'm going to be Jim Morrison. I bought like, a pair of boots. You just told me about a book that I've been reading, uh, Strange Stories you got from it? the Camera. Yeah, Canyon Is that or whatever. Wild? Oh, dude, it's awesome. It's blowing your mind. Yes, yeah, strange, strange scenes inside the canyon. Yes, it's about uh, all the uh, rock bands and everything. They and all came from military families yep. and all showed up it's under crazy. a military base in Laurel Canyon. Yep. And it's just facts. It's not like, it's just straight up it's crazy. Huh, what it is. Yep, I've been listening to it. Check that out, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys.